Hey, where are you going? I gotta get home. America, it's time to come home. It's time to come home. By bringing common sense back into the nonsense. Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where America comes home. Get on home. Down this dirt road, you're going to find determination and grit, opinions that matter, and a big old helping of good discernment. And now, the woman that wishes the D.C. occupiers would stop making her use her mom voice. Do not make me come down there. Here's your host and the voice of common sense, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I'm excited. I told you yesterday that Mike Cutler was going to be back with us today. And uh, it's just kind of my fault. I always forget to to give him a holler. And there's so much going on. I thought, we got to get Mike on. But let's go to the Lord in prayer, and I'll give my opening, and then we will bring Mike on. For such a time as this, almost gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for the great I am that you are, God of creation. God of all life, God of love, we thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy and your love. And we thank you for your forgiveness, for we know we fail you every day. Father, I ask that you will fill us with that love. Give us that wisdom that you gave Solomon, that we might know how to lead And give us the courage of King David. Guide us, Father. But we have a big job ahead of ourselves here in this nation. I pray, pray, Father, for your protection over those who are being held captive. Oh, my goodness, Father. And I pray for the protection of those who are targets of hate. I pray, Father for your protective power over President Donald J. Trump and all those who are following the Constitution and wanting to bring America back home to that law and order, rule of law, to safety for Americans, but for liberty and independence and freedom. Father, we know we cannot do this alone. So we ask you to bring America back home. It's for such a time as this that I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Will America be governed by constitutional law? ruled by the fleeting passions of men. What I'm going to share with you now is from one of the latest Patriot letters that I received from the Voice of the Patriot. Texas border control is the at the point of conflict over whether America will be governed by constitutional law or ruled by the fleeting passions of men. Consider this comparison. A deer enters your garden day and night. They eat your beans, they trample your tomatoes, they broke your corn stalks. You built a fence. A neighbor thinks you're cruel. He trespasses and breaks down your fence. When a deer is tangled in the wire, he helps it into your garden. In a lawful society, the neighbor would be forced to pay damages, rebuild the fence, and be fined for trespassing. 
in the Texas of modern America. A deer-loving judge requires the homeowner stand aside while the neighbors wreck his property and threaten his food source. Not to mention his family. I'm adding that one in there. A socialist would say, Of course the government has the final authority. The American would say, The final authority is the Constitution of the United States. The socialist would argue, Who is it that has 10,000 agents with guns? The government or the Constitution? Chairman Mao and Joe Biden agree with the socialists. A socialist creed is power comes from the barrel of a gun. Or as Joe Biden would say, this is my input, you're going to need F-16s. As he chuckled at the thought of you, us peasants American, rising up for liberty. And of course there was Swalwell who said, oh yeah, well we have nukes. I think you get the picture, America. The border is only the symptom of a real problem we have, and it is a huge existential symptom, there's no doubt. Those in power are continuing to escalate it until it is fatal to Americans and American sovereignty. The Davos elite, they want to stop President Trump and his talk of American sovereignty because they want globalism, global communism. And so I ask again, Will America be governed by constitutional law or ruled by the fleeting passions of men? They are doing their utmost best to keep America divided. But united we stand and divided we fall. And they know if Americans realize what they are doing and unite, they're toast. And their ruling days are over forever, at least for a long time. No matter your skin color, no matter your gender, no matter your religion, no matter where you live or what you do, if you're a liberty-loving America, let us stand together. For now is the time for all good men to come, and women, to come to the aid of their country. It was a typing exercise, but I've never forgotten it. It's time that we come together to bring America home. And with that... We have a nice, wonderful patriot, and uh, he has done his job, served Americans well, and that is Michael Cutler. He's a retired INS senior special agent. We call him our super agent, and Michael, Reck, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Beth Ann. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I, I spoke to uh, Rudy, um, who works for you. I, I mentioned to him that I'm fighting uh, colon cancer, and we're going to beat this thing. Yes, you are. The doctors tell me we will. But I want to start out by telling everybody to not take every any good day for granted. It's a gift. Amen. And and when you see the suffering in hospitals, as I witnessed uh, too close up and in person, we need to be compassionate with one another and focus Amen. on what unites us, not what divides us. That's Amen. where the focus needs to be, as you so eloquently pointed out. And the globalists are indeed attempting to divide us. It started with this nonsense of white privilege by using language that obscures and obfuscates whether people are men or women. <clears throat> it's incredible to me that we have a Supreme Court justice who can't tell you what makes a woman a woman. Um, and, and, you know, I'm registered as a Democrat. I haven't voted for a Democrat in years because the Democrats used to be strongest on border security because they sought to protect the jobs and wages of American workers while the Republican Party focused more on the needs of business owners, and both sides of the argument are legitimate, 
sometimes they get out of hand, again, one side or the other. But the mm-hmm. idea was to instill balance. And we had balance for decades. And now the globalists are seeking to destroy that balance. And it happened when the Democrat Party decided that they no longer cared about Americans or American workers or, I suspect, even America. And we use language that makes no sense. These folks on the Democrat Party leadership are no longer um, liberals. You know, we call them liberal. I'm a liberal. I raised my kids to be liberal. Liberals support, defend, and celebrate the First Amendment, freedom of speech, the right to disagree peaceably, uh, and amiably, that's our right. That's under the Constitution. And yet what they're trying to do is to destroy the First Amendment. We should no longer be referring to our adversaries as liberal. They are the antithesis of liberalism. Um, and, and they've become fascist. They've become totalitarian. Am I getting anything wrong here, Bethlehem? No, you're getting it all right, but I hear the music. I do want to ask you about some of this that's going on. And, and right now, while we speak... They've got Mayorkas. They're talking about his impeachment. And um, I wanted to talk to you about that and the symptoms of what is happening at the border. You and I both know this is it's it's big. It's huge because it's globally being done. They're attacking America. You know, my 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 boss, the, the late Derry Brownfield, said years ago they've got to bring America down because they can't bring all the other countries up. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Michael Cutler, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Amino 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Amino150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. 
At CSC Talk Radio, there's always more to say than can fit into the show's four segments. But did you know there's a fifth segment? Several times a week, Beth Ann publishes Beyond the Microphone, the fifth segment. And you can get each publication delivered directly to your email for free. Just go to BethAnnCSCTalkRadio.substack.com and enter your email address to subscribe. Additionally, when you subscribe, you'll be given the opportunity to support the show with a monthly or yearly contribution. You choose. New supporters are always welcome, but you can always subscribe for free. In addition to getting the newest issue delivered to your inbox, you can browse through 100-plus articles on a variety of topics. Just go to BethAnnCSCTalkRadio.substack.com to subscribe today and dive deeper into the important topics that bring America home. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Michael Cutler. We're talking about immigration. We're talking about what's happening in this country. And uh, hopefully we can come up with some solutions. I'm not sure we can, but we will try. I do have, before I even get started, Mike, I just got a question from somebody who watches and listens on Facebook. A question for you. We know this trafficking is going through nonprofit religious NGOs who many of their local volunteers don't know the cartels are running it. What's a good way to make the locals aware of this? Um, how do I educate them to clean up their organization? That's a great question. And, you know, it's funny. The immigration system was supposed to protect America and Americans. And it has yeah. nothing to do with race, religion, ethnicity. If it did, I couldn't have enforced those laws uh, for 30 seconds, let alone the 30 years that I worked for the INS. But now it's become a delivery system that delivers an unlimited supply of cheap, exploitable labor, not just the illegals, but people with high-tech visas displacing Americans with, with advanced education. Uh, an unlimited supply of foreign students. We've educated our enemies. Think about China and all their students in the United States learning to become engineers and programmers so they could hack our computers and build their military. But also an unlimited supply of clients, immigration law firms, and we have immigration lawyers on both sides of the aisle, mm, yes, we and do. an unlimited supply of clients for these NGOs that you've mentioned. <clears throat> so when you hear the Biden administration say, we want billions of dollars, they want billions of dollars to pour into the coffers of the NGOs, and then the NGOs make campaign contributions to the parties that favor them. <laughs> it's Think a racket. It. It's an absolute racket. It's a money laundering operation. And the cartels and Hezbollah, by the way, working with the, hell, uh, with the cartels throughout Latin America, are flooding America with people, narcotics, and sleeper agents. Now, lots of the people who come here are desperate. Many of them say, you know, we want a better living condition, and I don't blame them. But it's up to us to set limits. You can't invite every homeless person you meet on the street to your home and tell them, lay down a cot in my living room and you can live in my house. What we need to do is to understand that we can overwhelm the immigration system, and that's what the Biden administration is doing. Prior to Biden, America had the most liberal and generous immigration system in the world. We admitted more than a million lawful immigrants every year, issuing them green cards and immediately placing them on the path to U.S. citizenship. We admitted every year tens of millions of temporary visitors. The system has always lacked integrity. 
because the emphasis has been on allowing in people to satisfy all the various special interest groups that are literally making out like bandits on an open border, but it's never been to this extent, and it's not just the southern border. We have aliens pouring across the border on the north from Canada. We have 95,000 miles of coastline. Think about that. And last year it was reported that over 800,000 aliens, over 800,000 aliens, who were lawfully admitted through ports of entry, especially airports, disappeared into the night, and we have no clue where they are now. So we've always had a problem with immigration. Interior enforcement has always been the solution, yet all we hear about is the southern border. And I'd love to know why the Republicans are waiting until now to impeach uh, Mr. Mayorkas. This should have been done the first week when the president announced that they were going to take down all of the successful programs and open up the border uh, by taking down segments of the fence that the Trump administration constructed. You know, the border wall is not designed to keep people out of the United States. That may shock you. All it's, done, all it's supposed to do is make certain that people and commerce that enters the United States goes through a port of entry for vetting. So when you take down the border wall and permit people to enter without vetting, you're not only violating the law and the Constitution, which says that all states are to be provided with protection against invasion, yes. but you're also violating the findings of the 9-11 Commission, to which I provide a testimony. We have no idea who's here. And think about the damage that was done by only 19 hijackers. And now we're talking about millions who've come from countries around the world, including countries that sponsor terrorism and who consider America to be their adversary. How in the world does this live up to the president's oath of office? Why wasn't the president impeached along with Mayorkas? They went after Trump for a phone call. Don't you think this poses a far more serious threat? Well, and he was correct on his phone call. We can see that he with was. what's going and on in was. Ukraine right now. <laughs> they've lost a billion dollars, and now they've, they've taken 40, uh, 40 million, I think it was. They, they, uh, confiscated. Oh, of course, 12 people are guilty and they're going to punish them. But that's what's happening to all the money we're sending over there. But that's another topic. No, but, that is. But, but that's the whole idea. You can't give money to a, to a corrupt government and expect it's going to help the people. That's a big problem that we need to realize. Well, you do, re- do you remember when we gave all this, all this money was sent to the UN and they were supposed to help all the children and they took the money and the children didn't get helped? I mean, yes, this happens. That the UN, apparently a whole bunch of people working for the UN were involved with the attack on Israel. Oh, killing just over horrible. Over a thousand innocent civilians, beheading children, etc., etc., etc. The U.N. certainly is not a, 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 an honest broker in any of these operations. No, they're not. And and that's another topic, too. But I agree with you on Mayorkas. And I, you know, we know that the Biden family is corrupt, but they're not protecting Biden. That's not what's going on with the Democrat or the Republican Party. They're protecting themselves because they're all in this. They're all dirty. They're all corrupt. And Biden should have been impeached. Just because of what he's doing on or not doing on the border, because he is breaking the law. The laws are not broken. They break in the laws. And that's why he should have been impeached. And I just don't like Mayorkas. I've never liked him. He just well, has you know, that I look. I front page magazine. I, I've stopped writing since I've been uh, engaged in my latest battle. Um, but, you know, I've, I've written for years for front page. 
And back in December of 2020, when it was announced that Mayorkas would head up Homeland Security, I wrote an article predicting that if he headed up DHS, it would become the Department of Homeland Surrender. Because if you look back to, 19, uh, to 2015, when he was the head of Citizenship and Immigration Services under the Obama administration, that's kind of like America's locksmith. Nobody talks about Citizenship and Immigration Services. They're the ones who adjudicate applications for asylum, for visas, for U.S. citizenship, and for resident alien status. And he ordered his people to approve virtually every application that landed on their desk, even when statutorily the aliens were ineligible, and when even the FBI came to him and warned him about certain individuals from Iran that were believed to be linked to terrorism, and they said, you must not approve the visas, he approved the visas. Now, to their credit, the Republicans raised all this during the confirmation hearings when Biden appointed him Homeland Security Secretary, and the Democrats said, we don't care. I mean, this is outrageous beyond words. It is treasonous to permit people into the country who pose a threat to national security, and that's precisely what he's been involved with um, during the times that he was in charge of elements of Homeland Security. And and they know that. And Biden knows it. Mayorkas knows it. Obama knows it. They all know what they're doing. It's not incompetence. They're doing this intentionally. And uh, it's, uh, it's a big it's a big problem. America's it's a very in trouble. Big problem. And, and what they're doing is trying to castigate people who say we need to know who's coming into the country. Look, our immigration laws are designed to fundamentally do just a few things. Protect public health, public safety, national security, and the jobs and wages of American citizens. Who in the world could be opposed to laws that have those objectives? And, you know, when they become citizens... You know, when they go through that process, and I know that takes a long time, and maybe that could be, I don't know if that could be tweaked a little bit so it doesn't take as long, or I don't know about all that. But I know when they do go through that, they take an oath to the United States, which us born people don't take an oath unless we, you know, join some office or military or whatever. We take an oath then. They take an oath. And yesterday, Omar saying she's going to protect Somalia, not America. So we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in big trouble. We, we are in trouble, and you have to recognize that campaign contributions are bribes. Think yes, about they the are. first requirement for a candidate for the presidency to stand on the stage and participate in a debate. How much money have you raised? Do you think that's what the founding fathers had in mind? No, and you know, I get, I hear the music, I get those emails all the time, Republican and Democrat. So-and-so, Soros is paying all this money. All these are paying this money. Help us, help us. We need money. They're all millionaires, and I'm barely making it. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know. Anyway, I hear the music. We're headed into a break. I want to ask you about some other things when we come back. You bet. It's just a mess, and we have a lot of questions, and we need to get you back real soon. And we are praying for you, and you are going to beat this. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back.
for such a time as this. We know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? For centuries, those who raise, breed and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from illegal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and one Wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. There's nothing wrong with global communication. After all, high tech has made our world seem smaller. But now we hear terms such as global governance. Henry Lamb's book, A Short Course in Global Governance, is a clear education, indeed, regarding the importance of knowing and understanding global governance. Do you believe the U.N. should have power over the United States or any other nation? With global governance, there is no sovereign United States of America. Read firsthand and learn the true agenda of global governance. America says private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. However, global governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in global governance is only $750. Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send $750 to P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018 for your A Short Course in Global Governance. 
And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have three questions, Mike, and they're not necessarily related to each other. But, well, this one's not really a question. It's a statement. It kind of props up what you've been saying. But I've noticed, (laughs) and I'm no spring chicken either, that immigration has for a long time been a political pawn on both sides of the aisles. And... uh, President Ronald Reagan that everybody loves, and I liked him too. I didn't like everything. But they, mm-hmm. I don't know if they snookered him or if he was in on it, but I want to believe they snookered him. He said he would do this, that they they told him they would do this, they would secure the border, they would take care of the new immigration laws if he would just give amnesty. He gave amnesty, and they didn't hold their end of the bargain up. That's the way I remember it. It was yeah, a big well, deal in Clinton's time. He gave a big speech about how we've got to stop this at the border. It was a big deal. Every president I remember, it was a big deal. Yep. And it's getting well, bigger. I, 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 I agree with you about Ronald Reagan. He did a few things, and it wasn't just the amnesty. He laid the groundwork for the, uh, the visa lottery system, the diversity visa that was signed into law by uh, senior President Bush. He also gave us the visa waiver program, which took down a vital barrier to protect national security to placate the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. So his, you know, what he really did impacted immigration in many ways. And we need to understand that immigration is not in itself a single issue, but a singular issue, because as we're finding out, it impacts virtually every other challenge and threat we face, whether it's critical infrastructure, whether it's education, whether it's health care. The economy, the environment, public safety, public health, everything gets slammed when you don't take control over who comes into your country. You know, as individuals, we have peepholes on our front door to doorbell. Why? So that when a stranger seeks to enter, we can determine whether or not we decide to let them in. Countries, sovereign countries, have the exact same not only right but requirement to be careful to not let in spies, terrorists, criminals, or fugitives from justice. That's who's on the list of aliens to be excluded. Yet, if you listen to the open borders advocates on both sides of the aisle, this is about bigotry and racism. There is absolutely no distinction made about race, religion, or ethnicity. Uh, I'm Jewish. I've worked closely with the Israeli National Police. My very first fraud investigation back in the 70s caused me to trip over a terror plot in Israel that we prevented. So when they had fugitives flee to the United States, I'd get a call from the U.S. Uh, the, the Israeli consulate in New York, and they would tell me who was here, what crimes they'd committed. We'd go out and arrest them and send them home to stand trial, including individuals wanted for murder. I got an award from the government of Japan for helping them with an investigation. This is not about race. They no. are lying to no, the American safety. people because they are profiting by this immigration delivery system. And we are talking about billions of dollars. And I just want people to think about one question. The cigarette commercials have been very effective to get people to stop smoking. Very few people smoke today. Why are there no commercials warning about the dangers of drugs when, in fact, individual states and cities are legalizing marijuana and doing whatever they can uh, to encourage drug use, which we know has a devastating effect on public health uh, and crime. Lots of the crime that we witness, lots of the violence, has a direct ne- nexus to narcotics use. Yet, and right not now, a single commercial warning about drugs, but warning about s- 
cigarette smoke. And right now we're number one in human trafficking here in the United States of America. Yes, it's supposed we are. to be a free nation and everybody's claiming and griping and not that it was good. I know it wasn't good. But about slavery. But yes. now we're bigger than we were then as far as that. And it's more heinous. If, in my opinion, it's more heinous. Now, my question for you, I want you to think back. What were you doing in 1987? <laughs> <laughs> in 1987, it, I was a special agent. Okay. So in 1987, when did this, when did this stop? In 1987, I applied for a job at a church. I was going to be their secretary and their treasurer. I had to fill out a form saying I was not an illegal alien, that I was a citizen of the United States. That, that was part of the amnesty. When did that stop? When did it stop it, that we were... Finding out who Mayorkas, they were Mayorkas and where they were. Has, Mayorkas has essentially said that he doesn't care if people hire aliens illegally present in the United States, only that they don't be mistreated. That is not what the law says. You know, prior to the Second World War, the enforcement of immigration law fell to the Labor Department, not to the Justice Department, because the concern was the impact it would have on Americans' jobs and wages. And then during the Second World War, we recognized that there were saboteurs from Germany, possibly Japan, seeking to enter the country. And the immigration uh, laws were transferred to the Justice Department just the way they were transferred to DHS after 9-11 attacks. So you would think that laws that were passed to protect national security, the primary responsibility of the federal government, would be uppermost in their minds, but it's anything but. This is about, as I said, an immigration delivery system that profits everybody except for Americans. And now we need to consider where we are with Iran. We just had three soldiers killed by Iranian surrogates, mm. uh, um, yes. if you will. And we know that there are Iranian shock troops in Latin America that have entered the United States. This is not a surprise. There have been congressional hearings about it. I don't remember so, the guy's how- name, but... But they say they know who he is, but now he's loose in the United States and they don't know where he is. And this is this guy, and I'm sure you saw it on TV, where he's going, if you were smart, you wouldn't know who I am. But you're not smart, so you do not know who I am, but soon you will know who I am. That's my Middle how many accent. are there like him? And it's not just that, you know, we hear about, well, they, they stopped five people on the terror watch list last week. Do you think every terrorist is on a watch list? Most of them are not. That's what yes. sleeper agents exactly. are. They enter the United States, whether with visas or by stowing away on a ship or by coming across one of our two northern or southern borders and, and then hiding in plain sight till they get the orders to carry out an attack. We've given U.S. citizenship to terrorists. We saw that with the Sarnayev brothers who blew up the Boston Marathon back in 2013. Faisal Shazad, the Times Square bomber in 2010, naturalized U.S. citizen. The entire immigration system lacks integrity, and that's a direct reflection on the lack of integrity of our so-called political leaders from both political parties. So it isn't the laws. Let me put it this way. It's the lawyers. It's not the laws. It's It's those who are supposed to be enforcing the laws that aren't. The laws aren't broken. The people who are supposed to enforce them are breaking them. And what's critical is interior enforcement, and no one talks about that. We need more Border Patrol. No, what we really need are more ICE agents. We only have about 6,000 ICE agents for the whole country, 6,000. And most of them are doing anything but immigration, thanks to George W. Bush, the way they created DHS. They're doing money laundering, intellectual property theft, narcotics investigations. 
immigration should be the focus of the immigration enforcement agency. And that was the point that was hammered by John Hostetler when he chaired the House Immigration Subcommittee. You know, I've testified before 17 hearings in the House and Senate. I was told that was the record. And everybody knew that interior enforcement is the issue. And when was the last time you heard anybody from any party saying we need to ramp up interior enforcement? Uh, We have tens of thousands, believe it or not, of TSA people and 6,000 ICE agents, and most of the work they do has nothing to do with immigration. We need to reverse that. We need tens of thousands of ICE agents who are dedicated to the enforcement of immigration laws to go after criminal aliens, immigration fraud, employers who hire illegal aliens, and so forth. Then you could solve the problem, and if President Trump was elected, that would be my advice. Ramp up interior enforcement create immigration task forces. I was part of the drug task force for 10 years. We need an immigration task force, and we need to criminalize sanctuary cities that harbor and shelter aliens who may well be terrorists and fugitives. And that is my question for you in the next segment, and and I'll just let you take off. I'll ask it again when we come on the air. But if we, and I know this is not possible, but if we put a tourniquet on it and we stopped it, we stopped all the entry, including legal entry, just for now, till we get a handle on things. Trump says we're going to have the largest deportation efforts that ever happened in America. I want to know what you think that'll look like. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Michael Cutler. Immigration, safety, constitution. Folks, we're in trouble, and the only way we're going to solve this is that we be united and that we be educated and that we be aware. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. 
Looking for someone to educate and encourage your group? Invite Beth Ann and her Bring America Home message to your community or event. Call 573-796-2166 or email Rudy S. at csctalkradio.com to invite Beth Ann to speak at your next event. Beth Ann has been behind the microphone for almost 30 years fighting to bring America home. She brings her unique perspective, drawing from her many life experiences and her love for God and country. As a young girl, her family moved from the big city to a small rural community where she would grow up, marry her husband, and together raise five sons. Along the way, she worked in factories, retail, sales, and medical clinic, and now lights up the airwaves on CSE Talk Radio. As the D.C. occupiers continue to drive our society into socialism and anarchy, the message to bring America home grows more crucial by the day. Beth Ann brings that message with contagious passion wherever she speaks. Schedule Beth Ann to speak to your group today by calling 573-796-2166. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. And we have returned. Mike, before we get you started here, I want you to know that, um, I don't know what happened here. Anyway, I want you to know that you have fans on Facebook that are watching and, and listening there. And one says, I sure missed Mike. He's got the answers. And then he goes on, he says, answers learned from the school of hard knocks. <laughs> so, Well, 30 years in the trenches, you know, if you pay attention. It's pretty hard knocks, isn't it? Well, you, you learn, and, and you realize what's really needed to get the job done. This is not an insoluble problem. It's that this country lacks the will because it's become a corrupt country. And, and, and before you get started on, on the deportation, I, I, have, I know I'm, you're going to disagree with me yeah. on one of my solutions, and that's okay because I'm probably wrong. But the other thing is, is I'm worried that the American people don't have what it takes, what it's going to take to get this done. Not just this with the immigration, but other things that are have escalated and turned out into a bad thing. I, I agree. But I, when, I want to know. I want to know we, how the lunatic fringe can get, you know, 98 or whatever percentage of Americans to play along with their game. That's what I uh, want to know. Yeah, when, you have, when you have people saying that you can identify as a man or a woman and they go through this whole big, big deal, I want to know why people don't stand up and look at them and say, you're crazy. Can I identify as an illegal alien so I can get a lot of free stuff? Probably so. <laughs> I've, I've been trying to think about how we could work that one out. By the way, but anyway, I was wondering what a mass deportation is going to look like. And my idea was I don't think we can hire enough people. We're going to have to put bounties on these people's heads and, and then round them up only for life, not dead, only for life, round them up and take them out. So you tell me what a mass deportation is going to look like. I don't want like. to see them round them up. But here's what you do. Eisenhower did it. It was called Operation Wetback. I know everyone gets crazy. Oh, my God, what the... 
the reason they use the term wetback to describe illegal aliens because if a Border Patrol agent was down on the Rio Grande and saw somebody running north away from the Rio Grande and his shirt was wet, he would point to his partner and says, there's a wetback, meaning that there's a guy who probably just swam the Rio Grande. Right. And, and so President Eisenhower declared Operation Wetback, sent Border Patrol agents to the interior, including places like New York, which, by the way, prior to the madness, had the greatest number of illegal aliens of any city in the country. Mm. Well, people keep saying, well, now every state's a border state. It's always been that way. Yes. Aliens enter through international airports and disappear. That's what happened with the terrorists for the most part. So understand it's not just the southern border. But what you need to do is end sanctuary cities by a statute so that if you obstruct immigration law enforcement, there will be criminal penalties. Uh, if you look at Title Eight, United States Code, Section 1324, harboring, shielding, aiding, abetting, encouraging, or inducing aliens to enter illegally or remain illegally thereafter is committing a felony. I'd love to know why that doesn't apply to the leaders of sanctuary cities. Isn't that what they're doing? Yes. We need to start to enforce the laws against local political leaders who are undermining national security and public safety. I, I mean, think about that. Imagine if during World War II... A mayor declared New York is safe for Nazis. Okay? How quickly would that mayor be locked up and prosecuted for aiding and abetting our enemies to enter the United States? Now, again, most of the aliens entering were desperate. I felt bad for some of the people I arrested. Let's be very honest. You have people that are desperate. But as a country, we cannot invite the entire world to come here. There's, what, 9 billion people on the planet? Half live below the poverty line. Could you imagine if we let in 2 billion people? Look what's happening now in cities that are getting the illegal aliens. No, it's terrible. From the southern border. So, by the way, I just got to point out one issue of hypocrisy. I know you hit on this a lot. Zuckerberg is raising his own herd of cattle, feeding them beer and macadamia nuts so they will create the greatest tasting steaks in the world. Meanwhile, they want us to eat insects while yeah. Zuckerberg is cultivating a herd of cattle. The hypocrisy needs to be called out by every American every day, and we need to start to have peaceful conversations with our neighbors. People have been lied to, and they need to know they've been lied to. And I think now that these aliens have been shipped around the country, people are waking up. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with the word alien. Why are we calling them immigrants? Immigrants should not be used to describe illegal aliens. Oh, and another way. saying that... Or they call them asylum seekers. That's like saying a homeless person with no job who buys a lottery ticket is an aspiring millionaire. That's crazy. And another word, another another name they use that is incorrect is migrant. Yes, migrant can apply to Americans. We have American migrant workers who work on farms around the country, and they go from one farm to the other. You have a job. All the migrants, and they're Americans. Yeah, and that... But but you're, you have a job. You know where you're going. You know what you're going to do. These people coming across the border don't have a clue. But I don't want them having jobs because they're doing great. I agree. The American migrant. Cesar Chavez was a, was a tremendous opponent of illegal immigration. They made a movie that lied about it. He was mm. concerned because when you let in foreign workers, they drive down wages and displace American workers. Why aren't we encouraging American kids to go to universities to take the high-tech jobs instead of importing an army of workers from countries like India. And, in fact, Alan Greenspan testified for Chuck Schumer and said that the solution to wage inequality is to make high-tech American workers with advanced degrees 
compete with foreign workers to drive down their wage premium, and he called them the privileged elite. The immigration laws are designed to do the exact opposite, to shield American workers from foreign competition, to build the middle class. If you wonder why purchasing power is being decimated and the middle class is becoming extinct, it's because we have imported an army of foreign workers that are displacing Americans and disencouraging, if there's such a word, Americans to go to school and get those degrees and take the high-tech jobs. Think about what that means. All right, so the mass mass deportation, how do you see that? You just see that with um, Whatever putting... Cops go, what, what, if, if someone's arrested for a crime, the first question should be, is the person an alien or illegal alien? Lodge detainers. I did that as an immigration agent. You need more, more agents to, to ferret out the criminal aliens to begin with. When aliens apply for welfare, they need to be identified. Trump tried to do this under the public charge provisions of the immigration laws. If they're here less than five years, they're subject to deportation for becoming a public charge. Enforce the laws that are on the books. We don't need new laws. We I agree. need the resources to enforce standing laws. And we need to be able to go after employers who knowingly hire illegal aliens. And we need to investigate immigration fraud where aliens conceal their involvement with terrorist or criminal organizations. And again, I was involved with doing that as an immigration agent. That's why they had immigration agents on the drug task force, because the narcotics, for the most part, are coming into the United States from across our borders. And it's not just the southern border. It's Canada. It's even through the mail system. It's through the uh, legal immigration system. We need to restore integrity. I'll tell you what happened. If you start enforcing the law, people will stop coming because they realize they won't be able to get away with it. Agree. Agree. I want to have you back, and we'll do that in a few weeks here. I'll try and get you on the schedule. I know you've got some other things, and you may not know what your schedule's going to be just for a little bit, but let us know, and we'll get you back on. I want to talk about this is where we are right now. What can we as citizens do? We know we we can't stop a lot of it. I, we got robbed yesterday or sometime over the weekend, and... Uh, we know that we have a lot of illegal aliens, and that doesn't mean they did it, but we know we have a lot of these people we don't know around here, and we're trying to figure out how to stop things and take precautions. So when we come back, let's talk about how Americans can make themselves safe. You've been listening to CSE Talk Radio. God bless you. Let's bring America home. Home. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to beth at csctalkradio.com. 
What if things were made in America again? We all complain about our products, even our food coming from foreign lands and foreign laborers. But do we really understand? James Stubert didn't understand, so he dug in, and wow, he kept digging in. It all started with a light bulb. It held the label GE, but it read Made in China. Jim has done the research. Now you can have the answers in detail. Consumers can rebuild the middle class by buying things made in American communities. Find out why free trade resulted in 6 million lost manufacturing jobs and lower wages for most Americans. While free trade brought cheaper goods, we also had less money to purchase goods. That giant sucking sound sucked the life right out of American manufacturing. Order Jim's book today, What If Things Were Made in America Again. Send $24.95 to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Let's build it in America, buy it in America, and bring America home. Gold and silver have been the foundation of wealth for individuals and nations the world over. The history of man is packed with coins, jewelry, and artifacts that have spoken to the intrinsic value esteemed in gold and silver due to their rarity, durability, and usefulness. I'm proud to call Melody Cedarstrom a friend and honored Discount Gold and Silver Trading is a loyal sponsor of CSE Talk Radio, a Christian company founded on the principles of truth and honesty. Melody provides quality products, quality service, and competitive pricing. Let Melody's over 20 years of experience in gold and silver trading be your investment guide. From precious metals purchases to precious Metals IRA. Whether you want to buy or sell, Melody and her team at Discount Gold and Silver will assist you and make sure you get the best deals possible. Call Melody and tell her thank you for sponsoring CSE Talk Radio and then let her know you want her to be your gold and silver dealer. Visit Melody online at dgscoins.com or just give her a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. 